Want to know why your interiors or images don't look like the ones you see on your favorite social media feeds? What if I said I could let you know and show you what's missing and how to transform your spaces with clarity and confidence? The truth is creating beautiful interiors is simple when you know the right strategies, but most people go about it the wrong way. This is why I created the Styling Masterclass. It's the only program that simplifies the art and science of styling, giving you the clarity and confidence to take your interiors to the next level and attract your dream customers or clients so you can make your creative dreams finally possible. This is for you if you're an interior designer or photographer, have an Airbnb, a homeware shop or e-commerce business, and you want your interiors to look like the ones you see in your favorite books, magazines or Instagram accounts. Come learn how to style using my signature method so you can elevate any interior and create compelling imagery, which is your most effective marketing tool if you're selling a product or service in the world of interiors. Any successful business owner knows that styling is your secret weapon to cut through the visual noise, stand out from the crowd and grow your business. Styling is something that you don't want to leave to chance. In today's world, images are everything. This is why leading interior designers and architects always use stylists to finesse their spaces for photography to make sure they've got incredible imagery that they can use for their socials and website. Come learn how to make styling not only an essential element, an easy way to create content for your socials and websites, but learn how it can propel the growth of your creative business. If you're serious about creating beautiful interiors and a business you love without struggling in obscurity, this is the program for you. I'm going to share my process and give insights that you're not going to get anywhere else because I've been working as a professional interior stylist for the past 15 years. The Styling Masterclass will give you that clarity and confidence you need to take action and connect with your dream customer or client so you can make your creative dreams possible. Go to nataliewalton.com forward slash next level to learn more and enroll now. Enrollments are open for only a short time. So please, if you're interested and you're ready to take your interiors to the next level, go to nataliewalton.com forward slash next level. Welcome to Imprint, a podcast about creating a home and life you love I'm Natalie Walton, an interior designer, stylist, and best-selling author focused on an holistic approach to homes. Each week, I'm sharing insights and interviews about the creative process to help you enhance both your interiors and well-being, as well as provide you with the tools and resources to make considered and sustainable choices with all that you create. Hello everyone, welcome to Imprint and a new year, 2023. I can't quite believe it. We made our way through 2022 and even the past couple of years, it's definitely been a strange couple of years and I feel like this year we're all getting back on our feet. And I think we can appreciate that perhaps the old idea of how life works has perhaps gone. Certainly, you know, the sort of the way the world is, that's in part to COVID and in my region floods. And I know in other areas of the world, there's been drought. 
There's also been huge changes in technology and there's just been a lot of rapid change. And um, I think that the sooner we accept this kind of new accelerated normal, the more at ease we will all feel. But on the flip side, the good news is that the kind of the more accelerated our world becomes, the more we have an opportunity to to slow down and and to live in a way that feels right and in alignment with us. We can be aware of what's happening in the world. And that's not to say we've got to become Luddites, but, you know, we can choose the path that feels good for us. So that's what we're going to be talking about today in relation to our health, because often at the start of the new year, we take a look at how we want this year to be different and to be better. And there's a sort of a bit of an old idea of New Year's resolutions. I don't know if anyone actually still uses that word, but instead, you know, we could perhaps embrace this idea of New Year refinements, because if we've learned anything from the past couple of years, it's that our health is everything. It's foundational to our sense of overall well-being, our emotional health, our earning capacity. You know, if you're sick in bed, you can't work. And for many people, you can't earn an income. It's our health has affected our ability to travel. So many things, you know, to connect with our loved ones. So health is foundational to everything. And I know that it is front of mind often at the start of a new year. You know, it's an opportunity to start the new year with a clean slate and take steps towards the life that we really want. And in many ways, for me, my journey with simplifying the foods that I eat and simplifying, you know, what I do to my body has actually been the catalyst to all of the other types of simplifying that I've had in my life from simplifying my home, my closet, um, you know, so many different other areas of my life. So I feel that when you learn to manage your relationship with food in a healthy way, then you really start to unlock the key to knowing how to manage so many other areas of your life. And that has certainly been true for me. And, um, you know, if you've struggled or faced challenges with your health, especially in relation to food and what you eat, then I trust that you're going to find this episode really valuable. And the same, you know, if you've struggled in relation to your mental health, then some of the ideas that I'm going to share today, I, I really hope that you're going to, to find them valuable as well. Now, this, this episode is going to be a little bit different to some of the other episodes. It's going to be quite personal in some regards, and I'm going to share some of my own health journey in the hope that it can help some of you. Now, I'm not a doctor, so this is not medical advice. Instead, I'm sharing my experiences and what I've learned and some ideas that I hope you will find helpful on your journey to feeling your optimal self, energized and confident in your own body and self. And just a kind of slight trigger warning for anyone who's struggled with eating disorders or body dysmorphia or 
you know, if you're triggered when it comes to discussions in relation to health and diets, then, you know, feel free to, to skip this episode. However, you know, what I'm going to share today is, um, you know, it's very much, um, I, you know, I'm not, I'm not a diet kind of person. Like I've just, they've just never worked for me. I mean, I have maybe tried a few and they've lasted like a day or half a day. Like as soon as I try and put those restrictions on me, they just don't work. But I've really had to learn how to navigate eating healthy, healthily. And I, you know, I'm often asked like, how do you do all the things you do? Well, a huge part of it comes down to how I nourish and nurture my body and, you know, how I look after it, which ensures that I've got, you know, optimal energy and, and really like I've learned what works well for me. And my husband is similar. I mean, he's, he's very particular about, you know, his health and well-being and, and we notice it with our children as well. What they eat has a direct impact on their behavior. And, you know, and our overall kind of contentment and happiness and well-being as a family. So these um, ideas that I'm going to be sharing with you today are very much personal experiences, but I just wanted to put that out there. Now, before we get into today's episode, I want to share some strategies that I use in my daily life that I've turned into a series of quick and easy wins for you. I've called it the seven day reset. Because research shows that we need quick wins. And, um, you know, it's very easy to have a bit of an all or nothing approach. But when we start to see small positive improvements, it can lead to big wins. So if you want to start the year on a good note and give yourself some quick, easy wins to make positive steps towards, you know, a clutter free home, more calm at home, and to really live more in alignment with how you actually do want to live then I encourage you to join me for the seven day reset. I'm really excited about this and you can get all the details and join up at nataliewalton.com forward slash starter kit. So the big promise for today is I really want to, you know, I've tried many different strategies and paths to be healthy over the years. And today I'm going to share three strategies, you know, three habits that have worked the best and that have seen me through every season and been the most simple and, you know, easy to follow through on. Now, this is a topic that I go into in more detail in my course, the Decluttering Masterclass, because I've actually created a new bonus where I share strategies and it's called Simplify to Thrive, a nourishing food and well-being program. And I share how I changed my relationship with food, specifically sugar how I created an exercise plan that feels good and that I stick to, the protocol that I have and the sort of the planning that I do ahead of time, which is sort of my guardrails for, you know, for my relationship with food and strategies to simplify the food that I eat, which really do help promote wellness and well-being and how that helps you know, fuel my family and also minimize, you know, any kind of behavioral issues. It's, it's really fascinating to see how children are affected by food. And I think because they've got such, you know, small bodies, like it sort of becomes um, magnified. Well, that's certainly been the case. And we've got four children and we've seen this in them 
and other children, you know, that have come to visit and all of those things. So, but as I said, you know, this is very much me sharing my experience, what's worked for me, and I hope that these habits are going to be helpful to you. So, like I said, these are three habits that I have um, consistently incorporated into my daily life to help me thrive, feel energized, and my optimal health. Because, you know, I'm a busy working mum. I've got four children. I'm running two businesses and, you know, I'm doing all sorts of other projects on the side, such as, you know, creating books and all of these things. And quite simply, like I can't afford to feel tired and sluggish. I need to feel my best self every day. And I've really kind of worked out what works well for me. And so that's what I want to share with you today. Now, the first habit that I want to share with you is related to sleep because sleep will set you free. And for any of those of you who have um, young children, you will know that lack of sleep is, you know, I mean, it's just everything like it, the, how you feel when you are sleep deprived, you're not functioning. I mean, this is why they say, you know, sleep is one of the number one killers on the roads, you know, people falling asleep on the wheel. It's there. It's so deadly. And I know myself that when I've gone through seasons with, you know, either having young children or sick children or, you know, crazy deadlines or whatever. And when I have been chronically sleep deprived, you know, I've actually questioned my ability to drive at times and thinking this is not safe. Like I actually can't drive right now because I know that it's not safe. My cognitive, cognitive functioning is just not there. And I remember when I was kind of going through that sleep deprivation of those very, very early days of, you know, when you have a baby and um, with my first child, I'm thinking, this is actually what it feels like for a hangover and realizing that a hangover in large part is actually due to the lack of sleep. So, you know, drinking disrupts your sleep, which then makes you feel terrible the next day. And it is all around this issue of sleep. So it's, um, and then it has this, this kind of huge following effect. I mean, not only is it dangerous in relation to, you know, um, using machinery, driving, um, you know, some of those things. I mean, I know that certainly myself, when I'm very tired, my patience is very low and, um, and I grab for, you know, sugary, fatty, salty food, you know, it just, it has this flow and effect. And then I feel frustrated with myself or whatever it is. So, you know, sleep will set you free. It is one of the key ingredients and one of the kind of key pillars of wellness that you must get, you know, seven to eight hours sleep. And there is so much research on this. I mean, when we sleep, our brain rebuilds itself. You know, that's when neuroplasticity um, is kind of, you know, that's when it kind of created, if you will. And um, that's when all those sort of new neural pathways are formed. And it's just so important. And I mean, I could do an entire episode on sleep and the importance of it. And 
You know, this is why everyone keeps saying, you know, you can't look at your phone before you go to bed because it interrupts your sleep. It's the same with teenagers. Like you can't, if, if they are not getting enough sleep, so if they are on their phone late and it's disrupting their sleep, like it has huge implications on their brain development, their behavior, um, so many different elements of their sort of their well-being. So sleep is something that you really need to prioritize. And it is something that I prioritize. I mean, I'm in bed at nine o'clock, like latest. Um, and you know, I wake up at five 30. So I wake up early, but I'm always in bed at nine o'clock at night. You know, I read for a little bit, journal for a little bit, but, um, but you know, it's so important to get that sleep. And I really notice it when, when I don't have it. Now, another habit that, um, that I find super helpful in relation to, you know, my health journey, and this kind of also goes into so many other things is to plan your meals ahead of time. And so what this means is that you are making decisions in relation to your food and what you eat with your prefrontal cortex. So you're not, you know, making decisions with, um, the part of your brain that just wants to seek pleasure. And, um, instead you are doing things that really serve you. And this is something that, um, I have, you know, I have struggled a lot in the past in terms of being quite impulsive in relation to food. And particularly, you know, if I've been working, you know, hard or running around with the children or doing, you know, X, Y, and Z. And I know the more that I prepare my sort of my meal plans ahead of time, then, and what I'm going to eat, then the better I eat. It is as simple as that. And of course, there's so many other extra benefits of that, that when you plan your meals ahead of time, you know, you, um, you eat better foods, you, um, you know, you spend less on foods because you have less waste. Um, you know, there's just, and you know what you're eating, like when you eat out and I can even eat out at, you know, and get a salad or get something that's supposedly healthy, like a nourish bowl. And, and I can tell, I can tell that there has been sugar added or a lot of salt added and it affects me. Like my body is, is actually quite sensitive to these things because I don't have them often. And so I can really taste the difference. And if I go somewhere and even if I was to have like a smoothie and, um, and have that for lunch, you know, I can feel a slump a couple of hours later, which then sort of has its own implications. So this idea of planning your meals and what you're going to eat ahead of time is, is really key on so many different levels. And if you don't do it, I highly encourage you to incorporate that into, um, into your sort of either week, you know, if you want to do a weekly plan or even just like planning 24 hours ahead of time. And one of the other ideas, one of the other habits that, um, that I wanted to talk about and share with you today is in relation to your mindset, because 
mindset will sustain you. Like if you have the right mindset in relation to, you know, your food. So how can you incorporate this as a habit? Well, one of the easiest ways to do this is journaling. And I know I've spoken about journaling before. Um, It really has been one of the most powerful ways that I have really changed lots of habits in my life and really experienced a lot of personal growth and um, just sort of general wellness and well-being. And, you know, it's really key because the thing with, um, with mindset is that you really need to make a commitment to, to your health journey. And you also really need to make decisions with, you know, the kind of the high functioning part of your brain rather than in the the heat of the moment. So if you've ever sort of struggled with, you know, binge eating or overeating or any of those things, you know, that's because you're in that moment, you're giving into desire, you're giving into pleasure. And, um, you know, that's a whole other conversation that I kind of go into in my course, because it's just, um, you know, it's, it's quite complex in relation to how you need to understand about your relationship with pleasure and buffering and, you know, distracting yourself with food and avoidance and all the things that we go to in relation to food as a coping mechanism to cope with feeling tired, you know, to cope with feeling stressed or anxious. And, you know, food is a fuel for your body. It's a way to to feel good and to feel energized. And when you see it in that way, you start to strip away the emotion of food, which when you have problems of overeating or you know, eating too much sugar or whatever it is for you, then it can really be a tricky thing to navigate if you don't have the right mindset. So you need to embrace a mindset that will sustain you. And one of the ways that you can do that is through journaling, you know, and in this um, bonus that I've created, I've got the journal prompts that, that really help me to, to stay on track in relation to my, my health and wellness. And, you know, and also at the end of the day, so, you know, I journal and I don't journal for a long time, but just a little bit every day really helps. And then sort of having a review and reflection at the end of the day is really powerful as well. So, you know, these are three habits that have been really powerful in relation to, you know, my journey to wellness and well-being and helping increase optimal health. Now, I just want to also touch on something that I have incorporated into my daily life, which is to, you know, eat clean food as much as possible. And, you know, sugar is a drug that our bodies don't need. And it's not just processed sugar. You know, it's not just adding a cup of sugar into a cake, for instance. There are so many hidden sugars in food and it is, it's really eye-opening when you start to go on that journey and realizing just what is actually 
in the food that you're eating, which is nothing to even start talking about all the preservatives that are in food as well. So, you know, it's really about eating food in its most natural state as much as possible. And um, look, I mean, there's always a change in language around all of these things. You know, for a long time, it was about eating whole foods. Now, you know, there's this whole idea of clean foods. And um, just to give you a little bit of an insight into that, if you're, you're not familiar with this term, then, you know, it's basically referring to eating foods that are as close as possible to their natural state, which um, is really, you know, a way of encouraging people to, you know, make meals as much from scratch as possible. So obviously there are, you know, there are some, you know, like, are you going to make, for instance, your pasta from scratch every night? Well, many of you won't. However, there are ways around that. I mean, I minimize the amount of flour that I eat and, um, you know, that's part of my protocol, but, you know, so you can look for other things such as, you know, quinoa or, or, or whatever it is. There are so many different grains that you can have as well. And, um, one of the reasons that eating clean is, you know, a huge health benefit is that the foods are very, nutrient rich and um, because they come into contact directly from the earth and they haven't been overly processed. Whereas most, you know, diets in terms of, you know, the way people eat, that is a diet is the way people eat, are, you know, very rich in heavily processed foods. You know, there's synthetic ingredients, there's fats, sugars, salts, you know, chemicals, preservatives, food dyes, so many different things, which, you know, your body doesn't really know what to do with them. And so these ingredients, um, they can really be detrimental to your overall health and well-being. And um, whereas when you eat in a more clean way, then, um, you know, you're eating these nutrient-dense foods, which it fills your body with lots of vitamins and minerals and the sort of high quality, um, healthy fats that really are key for improving your, your heart and your brain health. And, um, <clears throat> and of course, you know, this helps your immune system. It increases your energy levels and, um, you know, the food tastes better. And, you know, for those of you who are trying to, you know, manage your weight, it's, you know, it plays an important role in that too. But, you know, for me, it's very much about how can I optimi optimize my health? You know, how can I feel energized and, um, you know, just feel good, like wake up feeling good and feeling energized. And, you know, as I get older, it's really important to me that, you know, I can tell, like I can tell my body is, you know, very slowly, but surely slowing down. So, you know, I'm doing certain things to, you know, prolong my, my sort of health and well-being as long as possible. You know, I've got a father who's got um, diabetes and, you know, he's got health complications as a result of that. And I'm very conscious that there's a whole generation who've been sold this kind of um, pyramid, you know, where they were saying like, you know, have as many um, as much pasta and all of these things as much as possible. And it's all about low fat and you know, I mean, there are huge, huge ramifications in relation to that. And, um, 
you know, I think that the more that we learn about what is good and important for our bodies, for our wellness and well-being, then, you know, we need to incorporate these ideas as much as possible into our lives. And there are so many things that we can do to, to eat in a healthier way that um, is enjoyable and it's, you know, energizing and um, it, it's the way that we're supposed to eat really in many ways. So these are some of the things that I really incorporate into my daily life. And as I said, you know, make sure that you're getting at least seven to eight hours of sleep. You know, it sounds so obvious, but it really does make all the difference. And plan your meals ahead of time so that you are always making, you know, intentional decisions with what you eat. And even if it is, and this is what I do, you know, on the weekends, I don't eat the same kind of foods that I do during the week. You know, during the week, I have a different protocol to the weekends because that's when I'm with my family. But I've made that decision ahead of time. So it's not like I'm kind of, um, you know, giving into urges or sort of desires or impulses. Instead, it's like, no, this is what I've planned to have on the weekend. And I'm going to enjoy this with my family. And then, you know, on these other days, that is how I'm going to eat on these other days. And like I said, that third habit of really journaling daily, if you really are feeling very overwhelmed about your food, I encourage you to actually write a food diary and look at what you actually are eating. It's amazing how we can trick ourselves into not even realizing what we are eating. So, and again, that's where the sort of this meal planning can really make you aware of what you are eating or not eating. So um, I've certainly simplified my habits in very simple and easy ways that are easy to sustain and, um, you know, as well as having some um, simple exercise systems that, you know, are good. We've got yoga, walking, strength exercises, and, um, you know, the, all of those help me feel good and, you know, as fit and healthy as I've ever felt. So, you know, I think that's a, that's a good thing, you know, it's certainly more healthy than what I've felt in, in previous decades. So, you know, I, if you're really serious about, you know, optimizing your health and really simplifying your approach to what you eat so that you can nourish yourself and thrive and feel more energized, then, um, I encourage you to, you know, to join the wait list for the decluttering masterclass so that you can get that bonus when it goes live. And I'm really excited to share that with you, you know, and just imagine what you would feel like when it comes to, you know, three months down the track where you're, you're really feeling more energized and, um, inspired to, you know, to meet every day with your full energy and feeling good. So I hope that, um, inspires and encourages you wherever you're at on your journey. And I really appreciate you joining me today. And I wish you all the best for 2023. I can't wait to connect with you over the coming weeks. And thank you for listening to Imprint. All of the links and info for this episode are at nataliewalton.com forward slash podcast. 
don't forget to subscribe so that you can get a direct download of the latest episode. And I really appreciate when you take a minute to rate and review, as well as share the love with someone you know who might benefit from this episode or on social media. If you'd like to access a range of free resources, come visit my website, nataliewalton.com. Thank you to Jaeger Media for producing this podcast. And I would also like to acknowledge the people of the Bundjalung Nation where it was recorded and pay my respects to elders past, present and emerging. I look forward to connecting again soon. I'm Natalie Walton and you've been listening to Imprint. Imprint.